And we are live. Yeah. I'm here with Joe Doyle. Joe, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me on. It's nice to catch up. Um, it seems like it's been a while. It has been a while and it's really nice to, to speak to you as well. And I see you've been training this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fasted conditioning session. It wasn't it was, it was the easiest. Um, yeah, oh. The last three weeks we've decided because obviously the, the regulations were all outdoors anyway. So um, with the restrictions, we've been able to do some outside sessions with, you know, taking enough coaches down so that we can get the numbers. And it's been really, really good. I hate that kind of training, but it's great for fitness. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's needed, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's, strength and conditioning is a massive part of like uh, my camp. So I, I have kind of missed it and miss working with my coach. So it's nice to, to get some, uh, some working with the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fortunately, mm. we've had quite a bit of good weather as well. So that's been yeah. on our side. Well, today it was um, sunny, but the uh, the wind was so strong. So we were doing we, like where we train is um, a rugby pitch, and um, one length of the pitch, the wind you you just felt like you were going backwards, not forwards. It was so hard. <laughs> I was like, I hate running as it is. So yeah, it was super tough, but it was good. It's um, good session. Yeah, it must be so hard for you guys at the moment. Like I know that. Obviously, your husband is a great training partner for you, yeah. but like, it's it's so difficult to get any like proper training in. And for someone who's been used to doing it for so many years, it just must yeah. be so difficult. It is. It's it's tough, and um, I've not put too much pressure on myself. Um, you know, we're all in the same boat, so I, I don't feel like I'm I'm going backwards or people are, are uh, you know are training more than me or anything like that because you can do you can only do what you can do so I've yeah tried to stay positive in that sense and um just uh try to do the stuff that I can control if I want to go out for a run I can go out for a run if I wanted to do kettlebells I'm lucky that I've got some at home so um yeah I'm not doing like the sparring and the contact sort of side of it but I I can do the bits that I want and if I don't want to I I'm, I'm not that bothered. I, I, for me, it's a bit like it's just getting through this tough time and yeah. I'm not going to put that pressure on myself that I need to be doing three sessions a day like I was before and resting and eating this. I just think just get through it the best you can. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like as long as you're keeping those fitness levels up, you've been training MMA for such a long time, that muscle memory's there. It's, yeah. it's just getting that sharpness back, I think, once you yeah, all get back yeah. to proper training. Yeah, and I think we'll all be so um, like excited to get back. I think, you know, the sessions that we do will, it will be really good. And, you know, like I say, everyone's in the similar boat. So we're not going to go back and there's, you're going to get an absolute tonking from someone because they've been doing <laughs> this, that and the other. So we've all been at a stage where we've not been really sparring and rolling. So, yeah, I, I just, I really haven't put pressure on myself because for me, I'll only fight when I'm ready. Like I've taken plenty of short notice fights because... I've always been in shape and, and, and stayed in shape, whereas on this occasion I'm not. So it's not something that I would do or I wouldn't rush to get matched until we know that the gyms can open because yeah. I want, you know, if I, especially without how my career is moving on, I think I want to be in the best shape I can be and, and be as ready as possible as well. So talking about your career moving yeah. on, let's talk about the fact that um, you've just signed with Ruby Sports. Um, he 
or Daniel Rubenstein and all the guys there, they, they manage a whole plethora of amazing female talent there. Um, Jojo Calderwood, uh, yeah. Roxanne Modafferi, Courtney Casey, uh, Mackenzie Dern. And that's aside from all the great guys, they've got their Peter Yan. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, it just must be so exciting <laughs> for you to be part of that list. Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited. Um, like for me, it was a big thing to take this step anyway. Um, and I wanted to be managed by the right people. I think, you know, I've had offers in the past. Uh, I've had many offers and and for me, they've not come at me in the right way. And um, I just don't I, don't, I didn't want to sign with someone who was just, would just throw me into certain organisations and, and fights that I wasn't necessarily happy, happy with. Um, so for me, it was really nice that um, we got speaking to these, James and um, my coach, Mark, have, have managed me up until this point. And then we started to get in touch. And that was the main thing. Like, who do you manage? Like, which females do you manage that um working with? And when you've got like the list that you've just said and Calvillo and girls yeah. that are, you know, three or four girls that are there in the top top 10 of the flyweight division in the UFC for me it was a bit of a no-brainer and um the fact that they were interested in in signing me were you know a bonus <laughs> <laughs> and so I take it signing with them means that your next fight will be a pro fight yeah yeah for me I was quite open in having more amateur fights um but I think having this lockdown period I just think it's we have lost a bit of time I wanted to fight in uh, March um to defend my belt um, but that didn't happen. So I just think it's the right time to make that step now. I can start to make some adjustments um, going back into the gym and like start preparing for a, for a, my pro debut. And I know we spoke a little bit about, because you it was in your mind a little bit that you wanted to defend your Cage Warriors Academy belt. Um, yep. You were the bantamweight champ. And then Ivana Siric um, fought for and won the interim belt. And you were offered the fight to unify the belt. Yeah. Um, she obviously decided that she wanted to become the champ champ and took mm -hmm. on the, the flyweight title as well. Yeah. So um, that fight yeah. never happened. Is, is that part of the reason as well that like if that yeah. fight had happened then it would have been a, another amateur fight under your belt? Yeah, definitely. That, that was the only fight that really made sense for me. Um, so, I, I took a bit of time off to do some travelling at the end of the year um, and get some training elsewhere and, and go into the States. So I felt like when it came around and I got that offer, I think it was um, like middle of December, I got I got the message from the promoter to say, do you want to fight? Because I couldn't fight in October because I was in LA. And yeah. so I was like, yep, definitely. So I went into camp kind of before Christmas. So I was like in that mindset, right, don't do too much damage over Christmas yeah and then really hit the ground running in January so I think it was like middle of January and I thought I haven't seen anything announced and I were a bit unsure so we messaged to say look we've accepted the fight we we want that fight and we we think it'd be a great fight um what's happening and then it was like oh she doesn't know whether she wants to fight you or go down to 125 and then obviously she made a choice yeah. Very wise, very wise of her. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, she went down to one two five. So fair enough, that fight didn't happen. And I think I wish it had happened. Um, or I just I think as well because now we've been forced to be inactive. It's a it, you know I've now not fought for over a year, and I don't really yeah. believe in like ring rust and any, anything like that. But it would have been nice to get that fight in prior to going into lockdown. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think she's turning pro next as well. Yeah. It's definitely a fight I'd like to see down the line. <laughs> never know, never know. <laughs> um, let's, before I move on, let's go to a couple of questions that have been sent in. So the, the fan page MMA Women want to know who you think the GOAT is in women's MMA. Um, I think it has to be Amanda Nunes. I think it has to be... Um, Look who she's taken out in the last few years. Um, you know, like everyone, obviously, when Ronda came into the UFC, you know, she she did look for for so long unstoppable. And I think yeah. what what Amanda's then gone and done over two weight classes, um, I think yeah, she's definitely the goat. I do, I love Valentina as well, but I think I, when I, you look I'm at a the massive list of, fan. Yeah, when you look at the list of people that Amanda's beaten, and she's beaten everybody who's ever been champion of the bantamweight yep. and featherweight division before her, I, I just don't think that you can say it's anyone else. No, I, and like that is not taking anything away from Valentina because I love, I, I absolutely love watching her. And even, I can't remember which, I think it might be the second fight. I actually thought Valentina had... had um, taken the fight I, I thought she'd beat her um because yeah. i think the first one uh she won the third round and looked really dominant in the third round and i think the, i think it was the second one and i thought it was a very close fight and i, I thought it was taking it yeah yeah um, so yeah not taking anything uh, you know away from what she's done like for me my all-time favorite i'm a massive massive misha tate fan like I love Misha. She is like all-time favourite for me. <laughs> I think it's her tenacity and yep. she was almost like, it's almost in the same way that I regard Bisping for like how delighted I was for her to finally get the belt. I know, and yeah. it just, you knew how much it meant to her and you knew that she was losing that fight and she knew that she had to give it yeah. everything she had in that last round to, to get yeah. the victory and yeah, I'm just oh, so. I love, so, yeah. I love, I love it. Her too. <laughs> I, I, she's one of them as well. Like she, she's not. She doesn't hide away. Like yeah, I've been knocked out. Yep, yeah, I've been sobbed. I've been finished. And and she still comes back. And she, well, oh, she still did come back every every yeah. fight and 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 try to win. And I think she's never shied away. She never said, "Oh, I'm going to be undefeated. I'm going to be this." And I think that that's something that um, people should look at rather than get really drawn into that. Oh well, I'm gonna never lose and take easier fights. You know, she never did that. She always fought yeah. the best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve Briggs said, "Who inspired you when you were younger to get into fighting?" Oh, I were old when I started fighting. <laughs> so um, I didn't get on the mats till I was 26. So it was a case of um, I didn't really know much about the sport. I'd been around it a little bit because I I was with James and he was fighting. Um, but I think I started watching um, before I got on the mats. I started watching like Ultimate Fighters and things like that. So that really got me into it because it was it it wasn't too intense because obviously you had the reality side of it. So it kind yeah. of really got me into. Um, that that but I think it had have to be like when I started watching women's MMA it, it would have to be Misha for all the reasons that we've just discussed um yeah but yeah I was I did yeah I started jiu-jitsu in in when I was 26 and then I had my first fight two years later um so yeah it's it, unbelievable it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's we were talking about it early and it was like it's strange because all my fights happened in quite a small time and even even my first fight that I did that was amateur 
I'd done so little striking because I'd just fallen in love with grappling. So yeah. my striking wasn't where it needed to be probably, but I, I didn't care. I just wanted that challenge. <laughs> That's what I love about the IMAF tournaments as well, though, just to get experience of, if, obviously, if you do well, but like a few fights in a short space of time and yeah. just that environment of competing and um, having to make weight for yeah. <laughs> that many fights and stuff. I just think it's, you know, such a great experience and a way to get a lot of experience in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, definitely. And there's no one, no one goes to IMAF to pull out. And I've mm. suffered lots of pullouts in, in the past. So for me, it was like, they're not flying all that way, um, getting the kit sorted, weighing in and everything, having that experience to, to then pull out on the day. Um, yeah. So for me, it was like, it's guaranteed fights and it's guaranteed good fights, tough um, and, and good experience. You're, you're so right, because I think pullouts happen across the board, but yep. in women's MMA, there's less of a, a pool of people to pick replacements yeah. from, and yeah. it's and also women can't cut as much weight on fight week if they yeah. get called in last minute. So I feel like there's way less um, replacement opponents that can step in for women than there are for guys on the whole. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like it. There's, well, there's just so many fights that I've been matched for and just have never happened. I think both times that I've, well, two of the times that I've been due to fight on um, Cage Warriors Southeast, I was training for a bantamweight fight and then I had to step in on four days, weeks' notice for a featherweight fight because another matchup had fallen through and I just went, oh, well, I'll, I'm in camp, I'll take it. And yeah. now I don't have to, I, I can kind of stop dieting and. And just jumped in so yeah there's there's so many times that i've just had fights that have never happened or i've like switched to a different opponent higher weight or, or something like that it must be so tough to to go through that mentally of in like the whole pulling out process and even like i i always think this with even as a fan watching you can't be excited for a fight until they're literally making the walk out yeah yeah there's so many in the like you know people are saying we're like Khabib and ferguson that that fight's like never gonna happen now and yeah it's um yeah it's frustrating like you you i think when you're planning for something and like my coaches are heavily involved when i'm in camp and we do have a game plan um you know so you plan so long for for someone and then it falls through and it's just yeah it is, it's devastating but that's why I kind of stayed in shape the whole time and I was willing yeah. to jump up a weight class if I needed to just just so that I got that experience cool we got some some people commenting on what we said about um the Valentina fight a, a lot yes. of people thought Valentina won ah, she definitely yes. thought she won as well yeah yeah and then Daniel said, Cat versus Amanda and Cat versus Cyborg when Bellator opens up. Uh, What's that, Cat? Oh, right. I, I guess Cat Zingano versus Cyborg. Who, who do you yeah. think Cyborg will will face next? Do you think mm, it will I'm be Kat? not sure. I don't know because Cat. What? So Cat's been quite inactive, hasn't she? And then obviously the la there was a bit of controversy around her last fight with. Um, Maybe uh, and I find, yeah, yeah, I find cat. I, I'm again. I'm a big cat fan, and um, I find it quite her quite frustrating to watch because you know how good she is, and you watch yeah. her training. If you follow her on social media, you know how how she puts the time in, and then you know you get sides of it again. Like Amanda Nunes, she's one of the only people to beat Amanda. Yeah. Um, 
against Misha Tate, like she looked outstanding in, in, in that fight. And then there's sometimes that you don't see that side of her. So, yeah, I think that she could fight Cyborg. I don't know if they'll give the rematch to, to Bud, but I'm not sure, like, if they'll do that. Because I don't think... I think it was... Was it in the third round of stoppage? I think, I think it, it was, was third or fourth, but so, yeah, she so... was dominating yeah, she was. even before that, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I don't know whether they'll... I don't I don't really know who else could contend in that, in the Bellator. I think there's, there's a few people... Dominant. Yeah. I think there's a few people that are, are coming up and um, the, there will be more girls for Cyborg to fight, but I'm not sure who who's at that level where they can step in other than maybe like another UFC vet like Kat. Yeah, yeah. I'd, mm. I feel like it would be throwing her in the deep end to give her Cyborg oh, yeah. straight away because <laughs> yeah. she's had a lot of problems. I know she had like a brain injury that she was yeah. having, um, like she was going and having treatment for like, a few times a week and she said it was really affecting her range and timing and oh, like really? for takedowns and stuff and then she's just had her implants removed that she yeah, said I saw like that, were yeah. causing some kind of like toxic I think one had like, burst or something I'm not sure I, th but. I think they were leaking and like it, it was anyway like causing her a lot of bad health so she's wow. really had a bad time of it health-wise I'd love to see her come back yeah. and and be strong that dominance yeah yeah, yeah. She, she was so dominant at one point and then I think what happened with um Rhonda kind of step she made her I think step back a little bit but yeah I'd love to see her in a, you know on a bit of a dominant streak again she's tough as nails so uh, she is yeah <laughs> love I would like to that. get thrown by her <laughs> no. uh anyone think Jojo can pull off a shock and beat Valentina. Mm, I think, I think Jojo at best, you know, can put pressure on. I just at the minute, I just don't see Valentina getting beat. But you never it's know. It's possible like, because anything's Georgia possible in MMA. Exactly. Yeah. She's got good training partners. She trains out of a great camp. Um, I do, I do think Valentina is is just looking outstanding. But you know, so JoJo's had some great performances, and yeah. it'd be good. I'd like to see the upset. You know, you know, an upset's always good, and it shakes up divisions. I think when there's someone so dominant, like at the minute, you can't see anyone beating Amanda or, uh, in well featherweight or bantamweight. And it, sometimes when there's a bit of a shake up, it was the same with Ronda. When yeah. Ronda was dominant, no one saw anyone beating her. And then it, you know, look, look how many times a belt changed hands before it went to Amanda. So I think yeah. it's always exciting, um, you know, to see to see what's ha what will what's going to happen in the divisions. But yeah, I think Valentina is looking really strong. But if JoJo comes in on the night and she's she's prepared, you know, anything could happen. And that's that's the, yeah. that's the exciting part of it, isn't it, with MMA? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. The thing with Valentina, when I watch her, I, I mean. It's, it's not like I'm some super technical coach or anything, but I can't see any holes in her game. Like yeah. Usually the game plan is to try and ex exploit your opponent's holes and she just looks so strong everywhere. Yeah, she does. But I think that's the exciting thing about um, Jojo at the minute because, you know, she was always, well, she is a striker. She's come from that background, but then she, she pulled off, I think, a triangle or a triangle armbar yeah. in one of her last fights. And I think... You know, being at Syndicate and with having such good grapplers, such great coach, and you know she's lucky that she can train at home with her own coach now. Yeah. So you never know. Like this time, 
now that she's getting and obviously Valentina's coming off an injury so you don't know how how that's going to affect as well yeah uh mma fitness wants to know if mma athletes are fitter than any other athletes in or fitter than any other athletes in other sports um i think when you're at the top of your game i think you've i don't think there's that much comparison i think i think in most top elite athletes will be at the top of their game so they're not necessarily going to be compared to a football i mean i suppose it's completely different like yeah. explosiveness of a like going from wrestling to jiu-jitsu and you might get stood up and i think you've got to have like that such good stamina cardio um i don't know whether you could camp hire it because it's such a different it's, it's, it's so different to like rugby and football you know where you know to play 90 minutes in a pitch could could an athlete you know an mma athlete do that i'm not sure so i, I don't yeah. know if it's, it's easy to compare um, yeah. i would say like uh, you know for me like uh, top level i would hate to be in a fight and to really like gas out like that that's something that i make sure that i cover in my camps because i'd, I'd hate that if that happened to me i mean you're always going to get tired and fights can go different ways and things like that but i think it, it is massive for you to really work on that through your camp i can't think of anything more scary than being in there and just feeling like you've literally got nothing left. Know, that terrifies me <laughs> it really does terrify me i'd rather just get absolutely beasted in camp for eight weeks than that happen in the, in the cage don't get me yeah. wrong i've been tired before like if i've had like scrambles and quick exchanges and things like that but i'd hate that can't get off the stool feeling <laughs> yeah yeah Tom Heffernan thinks that Jojo can pull off the upset. We we really hope she can. I hope that fight yeah. gets rescheduled soon. That, but, will get, um, that will mix things up massively. That will really mix things up. It'll be, yeah. I, I'm excited. I'd, for me, I'm a bit of a MMA geek when it comes to the women. So I just love when there's any women on the card. You know, we've got a few coming up on Fight Island. So I'm really excited for all the matchups. I want to talk to you about that at the end, actually, because, <laughs> um, yeah, there's loads of exciting oh, fights yeah. coming up and the, the female divisions. I think 115 is the most competitive at the moment, yeah. but I'll, I'll yeah. come back to that because I wanted to ask you, the last time we spoke, you were just about to head off to LA and do some training out there. So how did that go? Um, yeah, I loved it. Like, we'd got in touch with um, a gym prior to going um, over there, so we were in touch with Dynamics um, MMA um under the Anthony Hardong. So yeah, that was really exciting. I was excited to go and train there. For me, like everyone everyone knows I'm I'm a, more of a grappler. So to go to a gym where it's very known that um the Dutch kickboxing was you know it's like that he has his own syllabus and things like that. That was that was really exciting for me because I think sometimes you can get in your own comfort zone when you're training and you get used to your own coaches. So yeah. to be really pushed out of my comfort zone I was excited to do that. Um, so yeah, we had a great time. We've got some great girls there. Erin um, Hurley, she's just transitioning from BJJ to um, MMA, so it was really nice to train with her. Audrey, um, another girl on the mat, and a few others that that I trained with. So yeah, we had really good time, and um, yeah, it, it was a really intense four weeks, but it, it was good for me to go away on my own um, and just do you know, you know, just to experience that going and elsewhere. On and, yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not yeah. work. 
<laughs> I love it when people go away to train though as well because not even just the coaches but you kind of get used to your training partners and yep. you can kind of read things about them and they can read things about you and it's very different to being in a fight where you're not going to know your opponent that well you might have only studied a little bit of tape on them or whatever so yeah I think it's so important to get as many different training partners and gyms and experiences and way of teaching as you can well that's it like uh, I found like um you know sparring with like Erin you know my my go-to would be to shoot or to take it to the ground and then you, you're then rolling with a, a BJJ black belt and I'm like yeah this is maybe not the best route that I need to go down for this so yeah it was good to have um, experience and, and the guys there every, everyone the coaches and the guys were really really welcoming um, and if you're in that area I'd definitely recommend that gym there was there was they were so nice to me and they've got loads and loads of, obviously at the minute <laughs> but they've got loads and loads of classes and um, great coaches in both striking and, and grappling so yeah it was it's a really good experience. What was the name of the gym again for it's people? Dynamics. Dynamics. Dynamics MMA, yeah. yeah uh, Tom Heffernan wants to know if James is banned off social media. He never sees him on Twitter anymore. Oh, <laughs> I think he's come off. Um, That's James Joe's husband, off, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, he's come off Facebook and Twitter, so he's just on Instagram now. So if you want to catch up with him, he's on Instagram. I think he just got. I, I think everyone needs a break from Facebook every so often. It gets so intense. <laughs> So I think he will like kind of, I think he's quite enjoyed it <laughs> being on Facebook. If I didn't do this and share interviews and stuff, yes, I'd definitely um, come off it myself. I don't I really know, use it for anything it, else. Yeah, it drives you mad, doesn't it, some people? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, he's just off uh, Twitter and Facebook. So you can catch him on Instagram. <laughs> Jim Dollar. <laughs> little plug for James. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, Facebook has been filled with everybody being a political expert oh, and uh, epidemiologist and virologist oh, no. and <laughs> so but how has COVID affected you because like apart from your training um, and, and not being able to train in a gym I know you love to travel I know you, you oh. just got back from LA but you and your husband like to travel and do yep. stuff together and Obviously, the IMAF tournaments have been a big yep. part of your life as well. So what have you had to put on hold? Everything. <laughs> yeah, so I um, I made the choice to leave the police in December. So oh, wow. I lost. I left the police force um, to start coaching full-time because I think over the last few years, I know I'm, I still find myself that I'm, I'm quite new to, to this and I haven't been training them uh, that long or... or you know but everyone knows how much I love grappling and you know I got my purple belt last year so I really wanted to pursue like helping women um even if it's just for a bit of self-defense or or fitness I really wanted to focus on that and I think sometimes I was using the police as like um a bit of a like comfort blanket you know it, it was a full-time job and you know it's steady wage and I just needed to take a bit of a step and think no this is what I want to do um, now, so I left the police in uh, December and then obviously the world shuts down. Um, so self-employed people don't re haven't really been helped, but I still don't regret my decision. So since, so I started my business in January and I think it was really February when I really started coaching, picking up like classes. Um, and then the world shut down in March and it's kind of stopped everything. Like yeah, we, both of us, like James has been coaching for a long time and 
and and tra- personal training. So we've both been just at home. It's really it's really strange. I've 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 don't think I've not worked since I was like 14, 15. I've always had a full-time yeah. job. So it's really bizarre to be at home and 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 not really have any structure. Um so yeah, it stopped quite a bit of travel. So we normally go away 14 like May, June time and then we all we have like at least two IMAFs to go to. So yeah, yeah. it stopped it stopped so much. Um it's been it's it's been quite strange, but I'm not I'm not gonna say that I've hated it because there's been times where we don't get much time together other than travelling. Yeah. So it's been quite nice to have some time together and just chill out a little bit. Um and like I said earlier, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself for, you know, I need to be doing this, need to be doing that. As long as I've got some sort of routine then then that's it. But yeah, it's it stopped so much and it's it, it was bad timing with like leaving a full time job because obviously I would have carried on working as a key worker, but I don't think I'd have wanted to work uh, my job in this sort of in the pandemic. So um, yeah, just um, just time at home, and yeah, we've missed out on holidays and things like that. But we can pick them up later this year. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, if the travel ban lifts. And if IMAF said anything about when their next tournament will be, or can they not plan that yet? Um, I think the only one they've left in place is one right at the end of the year. I know the Europeans and the junior, um, the cadets, sorry, has been cancelled. So the Europeans would have been happening, I think, August, I think it was planned for. And the cadets was the week after or week before. I can't remember how it was working. And that was again in Rome. Um, So that's been cancelled. I believe, I think they normally have um, a few opens around April, May. Yeah. So I think the only one that they've had is the Oceanic Open. That happened early March. And I think they've cancelled pretty much to the end of the year. Um, I believe even the world maybe in November. So I think I think it will they'll just be playing it by teams need to recover, teams need to to get back um on the feet and yeah. and then they can plan a big event. Um and hopefully like having this time away it'll be bigger and better. <laughs> Yeah, because it kind of affects different countries at different times and they're not yep. going to know if there's going to be another spike somewhere. So yep. it's a really difficult thing to plan for. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think there's so much planning goes into it. And, you know, I, I'll always have high praise for how the athletes and the coaches are treated um, at the at the events. So, yeah, it, it takes so much planning. I, don't, I just don't think they're able to do that. And I don't think it's necessarily that they need to put the resource into that when, when everything's kind of up in the air at the minute. Yeah. And at the last two IMAF tournaments, you've been, I think it's the last two, you've been coaching the ladies team. Is it the last two or is it longer than that? The last two. Um, So, yeah, no, three. So I've done two in Bahrain as a coach and one in Rome. So, yeah, that was my first one was the November... It's not last year, the year before, so 2018. Wow, we, we took so a team. Far. I know, so fast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we took a team of six over for the first... Bahrain and then we took 10 to Rome and then six again I think it was six yeah, I think now last year yeah so yeah we've we've had three tournaments as a coach now and will you be able to carry on as involved as you were in those ones when yeah. you're starting your pro career you intend to do both yeah yeah if, if you know at the moment there's a lot there's a lot up in the air but yeah yeah the the position's still there for me so um yeah I'm going to continue and like even now I'm still are looking out for, for girls and I, I know you can't really, they're not fighting. So that's an easy way to kind of track who's fighting who and, and yeah. the results and things like that. But, you know, I, I'm always quite 
even at the amateur, I'm, I'm still looking at the girls that, you know, I, I'll if they don't put the name down for the trials, then I'll suggest that they come along and just to see how, how they're getting on. So, yeah, I intend to continue. That must be such a, an accolade for them if they weren't intending to go along and they get a call from someone, like, recommending that they do. That must be a massive confidence boost. Yeah, well, that's what happened with Megan. Uh, Megan had put her name down and I got in touch with her. There's a few of the girls that I, I think this first time because people were really, really hesitant and didn't know much about it. So yeah. I just quite, kind of put a blanket message email out and just said, look, even if you don't intend to do it, why don't you just come down and you're training with girls? I can't imagine that you have many girls in your gym that you train with. It, it might be one or two. Just come down. We'll get a good training session in. If you then want to know about the tournament and things like that, we'll we'll go from there. And and it kind of worked. And I think then seeing the success of some of the girls, it, it has made it more popular, which is is great. I kind of feel like that that's my job done in in a way. Like my my whole point was to get girls having more experiences. And um, I think you know I've said it before. I think probably even on on our on when I've been speaking to you, like I think girls can go pro a little bit too early but because there isn't as many women in the talent pool um, yeah. so like you said earlier you, you know they might get a pull out and then that's them not fighting for three to six months whereas with guys they might get a, a quick standing and at least they've got a, another fight on their record so yeah for me it was really pushing let's work together yep you might have to fight each other that doesn't matter you're all from different gyms but let's try and work together at these tournaments and and, and get a real nice team together and then when we do have people going pro, like we can all train together, and it's good. It's just good rounds. It's just it's just quality rounds with with other females. And I think sometimes we neglect that females do train and spar differently. So then yeah. it's good for for like future. Like I'll definitely be ringing some of the girls when I'm wanting to get into camp and and, and do some sparring days. Yeah, yeah. I find even when you're training with guys the same weight as you, it's just it's not the same. And it's not. Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> so I yeah, find I it in jiu-jitsu as well. It's just yeah. you. You're never sure if like, would I have been able to get out of that if he wasn't using his strength, or was he not using his strength because yep. <laughs> he knew he was training with me? Or <laughs> and then you can put. And then different. on the other the flip side you can put something on a female and they'll practically look like they're breaking their arm to get out of it but actually it's just the flexible and flexible. you're like and you could put that on a guy who can't actually extend their arm fully anyway because <laughs> yeah. they've, they've, they've done too many weights and it's like the tap so yeah it's, it's good to have that experience um because then obviously when you get in the cage you, you know you are fighting a woman so it's, yeah it's, it's good yeah yeah um we talked about some of the the female fights coming up um at fight island and beyond um some really exciting fights across the board i'm most looking forward to molly mccann um, oh yeah coming coming out again and just she's setting off today or tomorrow i think so best oh, of luck to her. um yeah talia santos she's fighting so that should be a good one um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know too much about her. Is she, is she on like a winning streak? I think I, I'm not sure. Talia or yeah, or, yeah, Talia. 
she she's had a bit of a mixed bag, I think. Um, but she, yeah, she came through the contenders, so she's she's sure. a tough opponent. Um, she looks really tough. I, I think I looked at her record. She hasn't had had many losses, has she? And she she no. looks like a tough. But Molly looks in great shape, so I'm excited, and hopefully, she brings that win back. Yeah, yeah. It's just when you when you know someone and you see how much they put into their camp and the the fact that they leave no stone unturned and they've done everything, you're just rooting for them so oh, much. Yeah. I think she she's looked so dominant in the last few fights as well. So I think again, I think there's a lot of fire in your belly when like with the COVID and things like that, and people have had. You know, she was supposed to, I think, fight on the London card. She so, was, yeah, against yeah, so that, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, because that fight, there were, there were a bit of back and forth, it was quite fun to see um, yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, so that's that's exciting that she's, you know, she has got a fight on Fight Island, and what an experience that must be, to get that call up, you know, when they started the fights in America thinking, you know, I didn't think we'd see any Brits on, but obviously Fight Island's opened that up, so yeah, definitely rooting, and, and it, you know, for me, seeing like Megan training and helping her and and Charlie no that's that's good to see that's two top I know Megan's gone pro now but two top amateurs uh in her camp and that's really good that's what that's exactly yeah. what I want to see you know you know pushing her and, and and they've become really close now so that's really nice yeah yeah no so best of luck to her and safe travels um, yeah, we've definitely. got Rose coming up. I can't oh, wait to see Rose. Rose's comeback against Jessica Andrade. How do you see that fight going? Well, for me, like, again, it was like, I mean, she's such a powerhouse, is um, Andrade. Um, I do believe, like, Rose was winning that fight up until that point, and it was a bit of a strength situation, you know. I think Rose went for, like, the Kamara to defend the takedown, yeah. and that slam was just something else but um yeah i think technically and like keeping that distance rose looked really really good against her yeah. um so i think i think stylistically it'll be very very similar andrade's going to try and get on the inside and, and rose going to try and just pick her off on the outside so i'm really excited for that i'd love to see rose though do it <laughs> yeah i i think that that first round against andrade is like it's one of the best rounds I think I've ever seen yeah. like from a fighter in terms of if I was getting somebody outside the sport to watch it, yeah. I'd like them to see the kind of beauty in it. And the, yeah. the, she's she's almost like a ballerina in there. Like the, mm. the way she fights is just like so pleasing to the eye almost. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. I'm, I'm a massive fan of you know, she's uh, for me over the last few years. She's really come into her own, and um, even taking that loss, I just, I yeah, I think she's really good, and I'd like to see her get that win back. And I don't think she likes the pressure of being the champion, so I no. feel like the fact that this fight is just a fight is going to yeah. really appeal to her. And if anything, I see her being more dominant in this one, and just I, I could even see her finishing Jessica. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I I think if, like, I'd, I'm never going to rule out Jessica because she's such a powerhouse, you know, the fact that she's yeah. fought at one three five and now she fights exactly. at 115, <laughs> that's crazy. But, um, yeah, I'll never rule her out, but, yeah, I'd love to see her just jump on a, an arm or, or on her back. <laughs> and the reason I most want Rose to win is because the fight that I want to see most in the whole of female MMA is Rose versus Li Zhang. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that would be a good fight. And I like yeah. her as well. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I think she's got, considering she hardly speaks any English, her I personality know. comes across 
so much and she just seems like such a, a happy like yeah. uh, just a, a really fun character and yeah I just think they're two women that just bring so much to the sport and it would be yeah. so exciting to see them fight each other yeah I think for me like both of them like I like the fact that it's just about the sport for them they're mm. like how they put it's about training it's not about promoting this promoting that getting doing like instagram posts and things like that it's, it's just about fighting they just want to be the best fighter that they can possibly be and i really really like that and respect that so yeah i, I couldn't agree more i'd love to see them fight are there any other fights that you're looking forward um, to I'm trying to think because carlos Barza and rodriguez has just been pulled i think i think so yeah uh, yeah i think one of them's tested or some corner team um who else? This Paige is back, isn't she? Paige Van Zandt. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I, th she... I think she might lose that fight. Yeah, I do as well. I think she's had a lot of time off and she's had injuries and stuff. So I think it'll be interesting to see her come back. But it's the last, she's quite openly said, hasn't she? It's the last fight on the contract. And then she's going to yeah. see what happens after that. Um, I'm trying to think what Rebeth has looked so aggressive yeah. and yeah. just powerful in their last I think she's going to overwhelm well. her. I think so. Really I, I, it's really nice to see her coming through as well. Like yeah. we need yeah. more stars in the women's division, and I think she could oh, be one. Yeah. Um, who else is that? Um, I think what Watson and Hills just been announced. I think that's for August. Though, I haven't even seen that one. Wow. Yeah. So Michelle Watson and Angela Hill. Are, well, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's been made now, but I think it's in August on the the DC and Stipe um, fight card. But yeah, that should be a good fight because I'm loving Angela Hill at the minute. I think she's great. I think like you don't <laughs> get hilarious many women. On Twitter, she's hilarious <laughs> I just love that she's just like, yeah, I'll fight. Yeah, I'll fight. Yeah, I'll fight. <laughs> she just doesn't care. And I, I, I really like that. Yeah, so that'll Pretty be a Pretty vocal fight. about her opinion on her last decision as well. <laughs> I thought she'd won it. I yeah, thought I thought she'd won, she'd it, won as well. it as well. <laughs> I don't, I don't blame her because I really thought she'd won that one. Um, and then there's, who else? KGB and Modafferi getting their rematch from Invicta. So that's an exciting fight. Um, yeah. You know, How I, do you I, see that one going? If Modafferi does the same thing she's just done in her last fight, then I think KGB will outstrike her because I think her striking and her takedown defence is brilliant. It was like, for me, I just was like, Roxy, like, get it to ground. I desperately wanted to see yeah her and Lauren Murphy go to the ground because I just love watching Roxy dominate on the ground and them elbows from, like, mount yeah. position. Love watching her jiu-jitsu. Um, so, yeah, you know, like, Lauren Murphy, again, she's kind of just creeping up. She's on, I think, three-fight win streak, you know. Yeah. That could... And I think there was there was rumours of um, her getting, like, a, a top five or top ten girl next. So... Yeah, she so it, much Yeah, so much happening. But I, I have to say, like, after... How Roxy performed against Macy Barber, I kind of thought Roxy's going to have a real tear here, and then yeah. it just kind of as as halted a bit. And against so. Antonina Shevchenko as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I think the the divisions, I think underneath the champions, they're just wide open. <laughs> That's what I was going to say to you. It's it's just like everybody who's below Shevchenko and everybody who's below Nunes looks to yeah. be at a very similar level, kind of fighting yeah. it out for that number one contender spot. But then there seems to be just quite a gap 
when yeah. whoever that number one contender is gets in there with the champion. Yeah, I think it's more open, like you say, in the straw weight. Because I think, for me, like coming through, Tatiana Suarez, we need to keep an eye on her because I think yeah. she's outstanding. Like, I just I love watching her wrestling. I think hasn't she? Is yeah, that why she's, she's been yeah. sidelined for a while? Yeah. yeah, she's been injured, so... Yeah, but I think definitely she's she's got champ all over her, I think. Yeah, and personally. she's got an amazing story. She's yep. a beautiful girl, easy to market. Just yep. I know Dana's not different... keen on that style, but you, you can she wins you fights. still have a lot of fans, yeah. Yeah, she wins fights and she finishes fights and she makes them. Yeah. You know, she's you, you can say that oh he's not he's not a fan of that but she lands shots and she con she just dominates like she absolutely yeah. dominates when she, she she gets hold of people so yeah i definitely think she's a future champ got a question from Booker here i don't have a girlfriend so how can i get one <laughs> uh pubs are open <laughs> Maybe maybe Tinder now that you can uh, meet up in public again, Bocca. Stay one meter apart, maybe. <laughs> yeah, don't get too close. <laughs> I'll get to your local pub. It seems chaos there at now. They're open, so. <laughs> um, I think that was everything that I wanted to cover with you. Is there anyone you wanted to give shout outs to, or anything else you wanted to say? And uh, just um, shout out to my team, SPG Bradford, Team Flinkazan. Um, also, the guys over at um, Air Valley Martial Arts um, who I work with. Um, so that's my teams. Um, all my sponsors, uh, Right Bike, um, Jackie Harper Nutrition and Warrior Women, um, Light Balls, um, Flotology, um, my brother's business, um, Graham Middleton Business. Uh, builders and obviously always james i have to mention him because he sponsors he sponsored me from day one but he has to <laughs> <laughs> but yeah big shout out to my team and all my sponsors and uh, my coaches mark spencer um my main training partner marie spencer they're they're the people that you know i can't wait to get back on the mats and get get moving to his next step so yeah yeah you must be chomping at the bit to just like <laughs> really get going again yeah, definitely. I think this has been really exciting for me to to sign with like such a great management team, you know, um, and seeing what they're doing with the, the girls on the roster. So, yeah, I'm really excited now just to get back in the gym. You know, I'm doing the bits that I can at home and stuff. But yeah, there's nothing there's nothing like just getting back on the mats with your team. I'm really hoping to see you at Invicta at some point <laughs> in the future. I love them as a promotion. And Me too. I know that he's got like links with a lot of the girls there and manages a lot of people there. So that's, yeah. that's something that I would love to see for you in the future. I really want to see the fight with Ivana in the future as well. Yeah. I think that would be an absolute cracker. And I'm just so excited to see all my favourite fighters to watch <laughs> get back in the gym and then know, finally so be able to be matched. So Yeah, definitely. No, I, I'm saying like, I, like it was so nice to have Invicta back the other day and be able to watch some women's fights on there because there's so much talent there. So yeah, I'm a massive fan of the Invicta promotion and how they run things. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, whatever they think is the best for my career, I, you know, I'm putting, you know, my faith in their hands and, and, I love what they've done with the females on their roster. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm excited for the future. Oh, it all sounds really exciting. So th thank you so much for your time. Uh, hope you can get back training properly soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
thank uh, you for having me it's always great to catch up and just it's nice to talk about some of the fights and all the on the bigger promotions as well it's really good to catch up definitely it's lovely speaking to you joe thanks so much thank you take See care you. bye